0: Welcome to another episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. My god, I didn't want to waste one single second of the energy that I'm feeling right now. I wanted to jump right into the program today. Oh my god, we have some very good news. Yeah,
1: buddy. Hello, hello, hello again. And Mr. Prince, tell me, what is it that makes you feel so energized? Hmm.
0: Well, I'll tell you, my friend. So, for those who have listened to the show before, uh, you might have heard that there was a possible job opportunity that I was um, excited about and hopeful for with this quite large company in Germany called Toman. And Toman is a company that um, sells and I believe also rents musical equipment and filmmaking equipment of all scales and sizes. And uh, they have a really good app and a big social media presence. And I basically had been in the midst of trying to work with them f- via making videos for their youtube channels and maybe also some content for their social for their tiktok and stuff and finally and i'm talking like just an hour ago i found out that i got the job and
1: Woo-hoo.
0: dude i wish we had our soundboard like <laughs> man it's <laughs> nice. uh, it's it's seriously like um it's something I, I really i really really wanted not only because of you know financial needs it's 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 going to be um the i mean it, and this doesn't mean too much because i've never made that much money but it it will be the best paid job that i've ever had and on top of that if you haven't heard it us talk about this before it's also an opportunity where you know i will be able to use really great equipment to make the product i don't have to you know, you know, scrap around and try and get like you know hand me down camera lenses or try and borrow lights from the m ninety four point five studio or try and ask a buddy if he can do this or that. They have the gear, and I get to use that gear to make the content. so it's it's like you get to do something at such a high quality level without killing yourself to make it happen. And you get paid to do it. <laughs> and it's like, what a dream, man. And they're so nice. They're so nice. My my contact yep. the whole time has been this woman named Laura. And we just we just um had a little Google Meet uh call earlier. And I mean, she's so patient and understanding. And they, you know, whenever I can she's basically gonna start sending off my wish list today. <laughs> And then by like next Monday, I should have some, some, if not all of the gear in already. And then I can just, yeah, make a little, you know, I'm going to ask you to come over to the little office and help make my corner into like a little mini video studio with, with maybe one or two setups and, uh, just start shooting these things. I, I made a test video, um, just on my iPhone, I want to say just about a month ago, like first two weeks of September, I made a test video um, showing like the segments I would do and the, how I how I would break it down, like, okay, here's the artist, here's the song, here's the thing I want to break down. Then the next segment is like the history of the song and how they wrote it, what the lyrics mean. Third segment would be um, looking at the chords, looking at the charts, trying to play it on the piano or the guitar or something and then just kind of wrapping it all together with like what do you think or you know did you see the same connections or something so they like You it. already
1: plan on what will be the first song that you'll break down what would be a proper opener for this kind maybe of we can
0: maybe we can pick it maybe we can pick the first one yeah. or the pick even the first few um I see. mean there's pick. only
1: one real option what
0: Let's Sabbath,
1: Iron Maiden uh, <laughs> Iron Man <laughs> <laughs> Dude
0: I mean we can, we can go big We actually we can do something like that she, uh, Her only feedback Because the, in the test video I used I, I wanted to use something that I know very well mm-hmm. So for the Interview, or for the test shoot I focused on a song from Sufjan Stevens uh, and he's, I mean, he is a big artist, but he's not, of course, he's not like Led Zeppelin, big. he's not known in every country in the whole world. Um, so I focused on something that I knew very well. And she's, her only feedback was that we should start with much more bigger more, you know, obviously more universally appealing artists. So no. we were talking about, she's like, you know, something like Queen or, <laughs> okay, and, I, okay, and I chimed okay. in like, okay, maybe like Billie Eilish, Dua Lippa, like things that are, you know, very big, very trendy things that could work. And she's like, "Yeah, that sounds something like that." So we can we can pick some. So
1: it will be Olivia Rod, Rod Rodrigo.
0: <laughs> goodbye, yeah. Yeah. Happy, happy, happy. It could be. It actually could be. Um, which Dude, yeah. but this is awesome. It's great news, man. It's like, you know, I've just, and I don't mean to to to, well, I don't mean to make it all about myself on this episode, but just just like getting, and I don't want to jinx it either because I just got the approval today, but that someone in my position, I have always just been under the radar of, or just under the level of financial stability that I ever felt comfortable with. And that balance, which is very important, the balance of doing a job that you find a lot of joy in doing. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like I've either been paid well for a job that I hated doing, or I got paid very little for something I really enjoyed doing, and it never lasted. Um, have you have
1: you read the book yet? I recommended bullshit jobs.
0: Oh no, not yet.
1: Let me because there's a huge down. part about that phenomenon. Why is it that like you get paid the best for jobs that you hate? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but but that's the thing because because I, I I found it so funny when you said yeah like it's the first time like having such a cool job, um and it's not so stressful that you think about killing yourself, mm-hmm. um, and I guess that's that's kind of a of a pattern within within all type of creative jobs within this media industry, generally spoken. Yeah. Like. Like I, I experience kind of the the same things. There, there are a lot of jobs that are cool, and you think of, oh yeah, I didn't think before that this could be possible to do this and that job, but often these jobs are not the ones that also like <laughs> enable you to to have a proper living.
0: <laughs> right, right. It's always that that terrible balance. Um, like you're saying, like bad job, good money; good job, bad money, and um this is the first time where those two positives are coming together. Like I think a lot of people in my position who, who especially coming from like this American uh, mindset has this thing, like they have their passion that they're always pursuing, which mine has shifted slowly over the last five years. I'd say most of my life, my passion was like make it as a musical artist. And then the last five years it switched to make a living doing something fun like you know even if that's not being on stage if that means like doing videos
1: for a second that sounded like yeah now now fuck this music thing now i want to do something fun
0: well dude i mean kind of kind of i was i was chatting earlier after i found the after i found this out i was like i think i even jokingly said like oh fuck music (laughs) you know it's been such a such a hard journey and like Uh, it's always let me down like so many ways, so many steps along the way. And I think what, like in the last five years, it's really shifted into why don't you, you have so much fun, entertaining, look at what opportunities are, are being presented to you. Like this radio show became a very big opportunity for me. Just at just talking, trying to be funny, giving some interesting topics, like inter, just entertaining and not mm-hmm. having nothing to do with performing music or writing music at all. No. And when I started focusing more on, um, like this podcast, which I love very much and, e- you know, the ego show and stuff. Then after the last album came out and the sort of heat from it faded, uh, or it cooled off, you know, as, as, as it always does. Um, after everything cooled off after a few months, I started realizing that some of the music jobs that were coming into me, um, were more fun than stressing out over trying to make a successful album. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I just got this job to make the theme song to this television show. Right. Yeah. And I, I made three demos and then, uh, the director just picked one. So I fine tuned it, sent it back to him and he loves it. He wants to pitch it to, uh, the production company. And it has been so extraordinarily fun to make that
1: that's nice
0: you know you have your you have your windows like your limitations of the angle and the direction and the style and very open communication like this works this doesn't work and just being able to work like to be my own boss with that and just make music like for a for an end goal that will be definitely paid you know what Mm -hmm. I mean yeah yeah it's, it's, it's so much more relieving. And even considering like, uh, the last two singles I put out, like Pieces with Moonmates or Waiting for Love with Tom Yanks, these are, I would say Pieces is a little bit more traditionally the kind of music I make, but just putting those out without, without, you know, stressing my brain out on promotion and marketing and paying for Instagram ads and, um, you know, trying to really, really, really overstimulate the market with it, and stressing if the number isn't reaching what I want, I just let it happen for fun because I was safe and, and, and happy already with this entertainment angle that I was like, no. this, this interest that was growing so much. And now, because of getting into, like focusing more and having a lot of fun with making like TikTok and Instagram videos and doing the radio show and the podcast, now because of the culmination of that, a job like this from Tolman shows up, um, which started from a completely different angle. It started from the angle of, well, they, w- would they want to do like a sponsorship for the, for the show or something, you know, and it, the conversation turns into something else and that's just so cool. And that's when I had this thought of like fuck music because not literally, not like I would stop doing it, no. but, but stop letting it like t- terrorize me <laughs> or, you know, like stop making, stop no. letting it make me so depressed when it doesn't do what I want it to do.
1: Yeah, and I think that's something that's something good basically because I don't I don't think that does necessarily mean that you like give in on making something out of your your musical career or anything, but just shows how much how frustrating it can be. Like you mentioned the whole like the whole business you have to run around it. Like yeah. the advertising, promotion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Totally. And like as a friend of yours, and also a musician, I also feel a bit like like over the the musical um, evolution, like through the like everything post twelve songs. Like I feel like if you want so, you, you probably could even see that the shift you mentioned in your in your interests, etc., a <clears throat> little bit within your music even. Because I felt like with with um, things you did recently, like the the Tom Yang single, or like more out of the box, like weirdo, funny things, like the like the Stone single on the album, etc. Oh, yeah. Like I felt something. Okay, this is something completely different. Like it it is out of the 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 JP box. Mm-hmm. I and I think a lot of people had in mind musically. Totally. Yeah. And it's it it was more like okay, goddamn, I just want to do this. Like I don't feel the the need to. To produce another uh, hit or something that fits a certain genre or a certain playlist these days or whatever, right? Like I just enjoy doing this kind of song now, and with those few songs, I, I kind of felt that, and for me, that also makes them pretty good. Like the, the Tom Yang single, I listened to it so often. I showed it to so really? many friends, and so many people around me really like it. Oh, thanks! Have etc. And thanks, yeah, just. Dude. I just feel like that that shift that you mentioned—you you could even find that probably
0: within your music—and I th- think that could be something pretty cool. That's that's a really interesting perspective, man. I hadn't even thought of it like that, but I think you're I think you're right. And I, I, for, I, first off, I appreciate the compliments. But I think yeah, with 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 songs like Stone, for example, I I I was looking at my like top played singles on Spotify as as I do less compulsively but still very regularly and um i i guess i was kind of getting bummed out that still like the most played song of mine is um this pretty country version of fresh ground that i it's Mm -hmm. fresh ground is um you know over 10 years old now and do you mean
1: that version with with T, uh, with tim good old tim on the banjo
0: with mr Timo, yeah exactly and i mean it's beautiful i'm <laughs> that's I'm very... your
1: most streamed song on spotify
0: it's still it's that one and parade from the same ep crazy and that, yeah and like the, i wrote those songs in like 2013. well i wrote fresh ground in like 2013 mm-hmm. and that ep yeah, I, rem- with I remember tim, the
1: original ep and the the pretty cool music video Underwater, et cetera.
0: That's, that's right. Yeah. I mean, we, we, I put a lot of time and effort into that and I was very proud of it at the time. Like, I mean, the video is still really cool. I'm really happy with the video. Um, there's a lot of cool film students coming together to make something pretty special, I think. <laughs> and like with the video and with um, the two versions of the song, like that's cool and all. And I, I have no, I'm not looking back saying like, oh man, that still sucks. I'm just thinking now, like, um, I, I was a little bit bummed up for myself. Like, have I not done something... Better than that yet for it to surpass it, but mm-hmm. I think what happened was that, um, I was very lucky to get the fresh ground and I think another one, like only room for one, which is pretty old as well, yeah, yeah. um, I got those onto a playlist called Sailing Sailing la vagabond
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it's um it's a traveling vlog channel on YouTube that has playlists on Spotify of the music that they make and Mm -hmm. or the music that they put in the videos and they they asked me for those two songs years ago I wanted it for the exposure I I didn't get paid for it or anything but the exposure to it has been great because I'm looking at it right now actually Fresh Ground featuring Tim Hacking is still in my top five and it is almost at 130,000 streams which for me is quite a lot Mm -hmm. Um, but the top five has shifted a, a little bit Um, you know, of course, Waiting for Love and Pieces are the newest, so they're still the most streamed because they're still fresh, but, um, thankfully the Crooked Rail has crept up into the top five, which it wasn't Mm -hmm. at all after the release, like for a while, it was just hiding. Um, and Smilin' has also found its way up to the top, but dude, for years, all through the 12 Songs album the top five was like only room for one fresh ground, maybe parade. And yeah. those are all like around a hundred K now. Um, and I just kept thinking like, am I not like doing anything better than that where people want to add that to their, so yeah, it doesn't matter because I, th- I know that what I'm doing is, is, is it makes me happy, which is most important. It doesn't mm. really matter if, um, uh, you know, like you said, stoned, it makes me happy. So it doesn't matter if people stream it too much or not, but it's this shift, what I'm trying to say, is this. Mm. I was focusing too much on what's old, what people are liking, why they like it. I don't want to write another song like Fresh Ground. I don't want to try to emulate that. Mm. It is it is what it is. Um, And I wanted to do something like with Simple Swimmer that's a little different. And so once that cooled down and it kind of did about what I thought it might, especially with no touring... Then I thought okay I mean let's put this this kind of hole this this empty hole of from that music isn't filling uh into into just more entertainment like pumping out more videos focusing on hosting writing out shows and dude that has made me so happy in a way that I didn't anticipate like it is no. it, not only is it filling the hole that I wanted stage performing and recording music to give me mm. but it has like Overflowed and allowed me to take a step back and and think like, okay, wow, doing this show, doing the podcast, talking about new projects with you at N ninety four point five and and Tolman and stuff like, are not only jobs that I really really enjoy doing, mm-hmm. but they help finally pay the bills. So with that combo, that perfect rare crazy combo sort of, at least for the time being put away in my pocket comfortably, I can finally look back over to music and like have the fun that I wanted it to always be. Yeah. And release these singles like this. And I talked to Tim, I talked to our friend Tim a few days ago and I heard a beautiful song that I want to cover with him. And I want to release a cover song with Tim where he plays the guitar and I sing and, um, you know, we hadn't done that before. I, I'm trying to do, um, a duet with my friend, George from Bic-Lemois actually too. I'm trying to get him to lay down the guitar and sing. And then I do, uh, some things on top of it and have another, uh, duet single come out. And there's a few other artists that I already did some demos with. I just want to get those cleaned up and maybe put, you know, and just have like, you know, maybe a single every month or every couple of months with duets and just like, play with people and have fun again because it Mm. had been so much of a drag and then let jobs like this, um, like writing the theme song for this TV show, like let that be another way for music to be fun again. Yeah. Like, Oh, I can, I can have so much freedom. I can play the bass guitar. I can sing on it. I can do this. Mm. Oh, let's change the piano thing. Like, like music can be so, so, so much fun. And I think it took me making money in a different, Business to see it that way again, if that makes sense. That makes total sense.
1: Like, like I mean, that's the that's probably the downside of, um, like the the German saying um das Hobby zum Beruf machen, like to, yeah, to to try to make a living out of your hobby, basically. Right. That it can happen that you 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 kind of, I say I don't know if saying like losing. The fun you had with it, mm-hmm. something like that. For for me, that makes that makes that makes total sense. Um, that's also probably why I am because I've played in so many bands, etc. And like I really found great fun music again, like um when I started to play with you again because mm-hmm. it was clear and it was cool. We, we, hey, I don't think you guys know it already. We've been to the United Kingdom (laughs) (laughs) pre-Brexit. Where did did we go, Mo? What city was that again? Um, Was it London? It was something in the southwest. Beautiful city called Brighton. Um, Ah, that's the one. (laughs) (laughs) No, like stuff like that. Like, Like playing music with you and on this kind of professional level, because that's what you do but for me it still is a hobby and i don't rely on it and i don't have any pressure to do anything besides trying to be a good bass bassist which i a good bass player which is something i enjoy like for you on the weekend
0: yeah you can focus being like you can focus on the music itself and focus on like the teamwork of traveling and booking things and setting things up and you know the whole like the sort of cobweb that comes with being on the road that can be fun if you have the right team with you. And I think the trio we Yeah, for me now, it was always easy because like, yeah.
1: t- to be honest, like you and your booking did most of the things that you have to, to worry about. And for me it was mostly, most of the time like get into any vehicle that brings us to a, to a venue. Yeah, just like getting in the car some, and- <laughs> Have a funny ride with, with, with you and Mark and then yeah. I know, enjoy, the, enjoy a good meal there and play a show. Like that's What is it is for me basically. Right. And right. I know that there's there always has been and still is more for you because this is a whole nother thing for you the music. Um but for myself like I found that fun, fun again in that situ situations like when I yeah. when I realized okay it works for me like to to still play music on a regular basis and play shows um but that's about it. Like I don't have to worry about anything Besides being well prepared for 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 a show, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, it's what when I fun, found fun, fun in it again, and that probably, <clears throat> yeah, that's something you experience at the moment, and I, I like, I, I can imagine that, that's probably, yeah, the way I it isn't. Yeah. I was
0: gonna, I was gonna say, like, even for me, um, when you have the right team on that kind of job, um, I can be in the same exact mindset as you and be able to forget the other, other baggage that comes with it. Like, that's cool. You know, being able to like having to focus on all all the uh, promo and the money and, uh, all the sort of politics that come with it, uh, and the extra, the extra baggage that's attached to it. Um, having the right team and having a good laugh on the road and having someone bring you a cold beer and, and check on you and make sure that you're, you know, that your brain is relaxed, that's, um, like a priceless asset yeah. uh, that I, th- you know, I think a lot of bandmates realize pretty quickly when, they, once they start, uh, touring that, um, maybe someone in the band is like the, the sore thumb and in, in a sense, and can, can really bring down the vibe if they, if they don't stick together and support each other, like, um, just on that Where'd we go again? Brighton. Right. Um, like on, <laughs> on that, tr- on that trip alone, you know, that was like such a, um, it was such a, um, a great vibe overall because we knew like we were besides ghost who, who, mm. <laughs> who wanders. Um, but even he, of course, uh, there's this vibe that we all are gonna still do what we want to do. If someone wants to get more uh, drunk or whatever than the other person or wants to see something someone else doesn't, At the end of the day, we're always going to be looking out for each other and checking in and asking, like, uh, are you at the tent? Are you at the backstage? Uh, Is the food open yet? Um, Save me a seat. Like, you know, here's the... Like, we're always going to make sure that everyone's eating. Everyone's (laughs) fine. Everyone's going to be in the car at 8 8 (laughs) a.m. You know, it's like there's still this looking out for each other, which helps calm the brain. Probably
1: a a good preparation for for future um, family holidays, etc. Make sure everyone... Has been in the bathroom.
0: Is in the car at the right time. Mm-hmm. Eats. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's exactly like it is family. It is family. Um, but yeah, man, I'm so like oh, just to get this news is so um, exciting. And yeah. and I and it's funny thing. It's not even the <laughs> it's not even the only job that I got today. <laughs> what, dude? What's going on at the moment? Um. Well, our good friend and and longtime listener, Moritz Binder, um, he also hello, has hello. great news. Can you hear me? Oh, you just yeah, was, like, <laughs> like you're just saying like saying shout out. To, <laughs> I was saying hi to him. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you are like hello, <laughs> hello. Um, so shout out to him because um, his not only is he currently working on his greenlit major motion picture, ooh, but his next script. Was also funded, and they released the press info on Tuesday the twelfth. So, congratulations to him. Um, that's like what an unbelievable situation to 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 be in. And because of him, I got another job. Um, the f- the first of the two movies that he's got greenlit. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, is. I don't. I. I don't want to say anything about it, but there is um, quite a lot of American English spoken in it. Mm-hmm. And so he had a draft months ago, and he sent me. I want to say he sent me like three or four pages, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, and um, just had me read over the dialogue. Mm-hmm. And I, and you know there wasn't much to change, but just tweaking little. Mm-hmm little things and how they say words just to get it fluid. And, um, very thankfully the, I don't remember if he said the, I think he said one of the producers, um, loved how it sounded after Mm -hmm. and, um, requested today that for this new draft, because there is more American English being spoken (laughs) now, that I do it again. (laughs) And that's great, man, because it's, uh, it's the film industry it's it's and it's 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 always got money. <laughs> so. Did you think about th-
1: that? Congr- congratulations, um, first of all, but that that is like the next meta level of being an artsy farts immigrant, like making a profit out of um the fact that you are an artsy immigrant. I
0: know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's next level, man. Yeah, I like literally getting a job because I'm not from here and i understand like the mechanics of the of the art form <laughs> i love that dude so yeah today's like a really 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 big day nice i'm super and, happy uh, for you thanks dude yeah i'm i'm really like i would love to um start guzzling a really nice bottle of wine right now <laughs> I, I think i'll have to i'll have to save the celebration because i know that um i believe next monday i'm going to ooh i have to stop rock on the table. This microphone stand isn't so firm. Um, I know that next Monday I'm going to have f- finally the opportunity to spend a few hours with our friend Moritz, um, to catch up on, uh you know, he has a, a new child and we have a lot of things to, to talk about and celebrate together. So that'll finally be the chance to, uh, celebrate this uh at least with one friend and then I can find time and do it with you too and mm. oh maybe I'll call Gabby and celebrate with her too and then maybe I'll call Basti when he's in town and celebrate with him too <laughs> dude um yeah and and they, they're they're paying me for the the Sufyan test shoot that I made as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and she's just she's just so nice and I'm really uh grateful and uh, humbled by the opportunity and really looking forward to the next year. You know, um, we did I tell you also about the house? Did I tell you about the house? Yes, you did. Um, uh, that's that's also something I can't talk too much about yet because nothing is a hundred percent. Um, but looks like by, let's say 20, let's say the end of 2022 into at least early 2023, it could be that, um, we're living out of an apartment and into a house, uh, which I'm pretty excited about because I'll, I'll have space to have uh, a little man cave. <laughs> which i'm really pumped about to have my own my own space like that that isn't like having people walk through the doors to get to the to get to a bathroom or something you know <laughs> but to have a space like i'm going to get i mean i'm going to if this two month thing uh, keeps rolling i'm going to i'm going to deck it out dude i'm going to have like my own sofa i'm going to have a my own flat screen down there i want to get i want to get a couple of different consoles like i want to have my switch <laughs> but i also want to get if i can a ps4 or a ps5 um <laughs> And I want to get, I want to see if I can get, um, yeah, some, some like a, well, I do have a fridge for beer, but I'm going to maybe get like um, some LED lights and some, (laughs) I can set up a corner with a little green screen to do the videos down there and record. I make a little, uh, uh, make a little soundproof uh, section where we we can do the the recordings down there and um, we can rehearse full band. Dude, um, how huge is this thing? It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, maybe I'm dreaming too much, but it's it's pretty stupid.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> going crazy here. And yeah, one have, day on the on the new job, but already.
0: <laughs> and already one day, yeah, one day on the job, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna buy a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Bezos. Mr. Prince is crawling up the entertainment ladder. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. Um. Oh, um, just slightly, uh, or maybe dr- drastically off topic. Um, last night was the first time in, Ooh, I want to say like five years that I was able to sit down and really watch a full episode of Saturday Night Live. Kind of random, but, um, <laughs> yes, this was, um, <laughs> Well, I didn't want to, like, I think we've beat this new job into a pulp, so I wanted to freshen it up, but um, this, this, um, so I had the chance, like, two nights ago, I was sitting there, and I was like, oh, man, they just kicked off season 47 of SNL. This was a show, by the way, that I don't know if you're a big fan of, but was something that I had I have grown up with since I was born. I mean, no. you know, Sandler and Spade and Norm Macdonald rest in peace and Like it it, it started in the in the 70s, early 70s. 75. 75. No. So this is season 47 already and um you know to, to to have all these legends come out of there like Sandler and Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy and uh, Will Ferrell and Chevy Chase and Bill Murray Mm. Um, just like all these legends. And, and then you get into my era, which everyone, they say that the era that's on when you're in high school is your favorite. Um, and that there is something special about mine because it's the, uh, Seth Meyers, Bill Hader, Kristen Wiig, Fred Armisen, Keenan Thompson mm-hmm. era, like the, like the, oh, just there's a, unlimited, like perfect sketches in that era. And now they have a lot of new fresh faces and I don't know most of them. I know Keenan Thompson's still on there. He's been there for like 15 years, man. No. Um, He's been on there for a long time, but there's a lot of fresh faces now. And I really like 80, 80 Bryant. I really like um, Chris Red. trying to think of the other ones. Oh, Cecily Strong is great, but there's a lot that I don't know. And... Uh, they they just kicked off the new season so the first se- episode is um hosted by owen wilson which was really interesting for me i really wanted to see how he handled that and the artist was casey musgraves mm-hmm. and the reason i'm bringing there is a point to this like so i watched the whole thing finally got to relive like what it's like to watch snl it was cool without commercials too to see the whole flow of it and just to really try and like look at the writing and look at the acting and Owen Wilson is extremely funny. It was a really good episode, but you know what surprised me the mm. most Casey Musgraves. Okay. Have you ever listened to her music before? Nope. Dude. So, um, so I always heard her name and I, I, I did a really dumb thing. I did a dumb thing that old people do, which I don't want to do anymore, which is hear the name and assume that with the fame comes a a terrible sound that I won't like. Okay. Um, I assumed it was something like in the Katy Perry, Taylor Swift direction. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, I don't want to hear some like boring pop thing. Um, and I don't know her entire career, but on SNL, she sang two songs And from what I can tell, she sang them pretty authentically. It was a great mix. And it was one of the most shocking things because it was such a pure, like pristine, like pitch perfect kind of voice, like this smooth, like absolutely not one flaw in it kind of voice that you don't always hear. Mm-hmm. And and it wasn't like in an annoying way. It was almost like, a, oh my God, that's so beautiful. Her voice is so nice. And um unrelated, kind of interesting. her the the artist always sings two songs. And the first song she sang it, um she she was sitting in a chair with her legs crossed and a guitar on her lap, and she was completely head to toe naked. And, okay. and i and I, I I was replaying the clip because I thought she looks kind of naked, but maybe she's wearing a short skirt and like a halter top or something. And I googled it, and I was like, was, Cus- "Was Casey Musgraves naked on SNL?" And apparently, her publicist came out and said, "Yes, in fact, she was completely naked, and it was the first time that's ever happened on Saturday Night Live ever." What? I thought that's pretty cool. I thought people. <laughs> I thought Red Hot Chili Peppers or someone had done that before. <laughs> sure, um, dude. Because I've just I've just scrolled through a list
1: um, of of um, all kinds of. Um, famous hosts that have at least hosted like um celebrity hosts that have at least hosted one episode and it's crazy
0: there's some there's like the what is it like the um, there's the 10 time club and the 15 time club i think that's like steve martin and alec baldwin dude it gets it gets completely (laughs) completely
1: crazy like 2004 2004, it says Jessica Simpson, Christina Aguilera, Janet Jackson, and Snoop Dogg. They hosted?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Wow. Dude, I mean, the reason I downloaded the first two episodes of this season was because I love Owen Wilson and, and whatever and everything, but you know who the host was for episode two? No. Kim Kardashian. What? I know. Dude, Elon Musk? Elon Musk did it. That was famously kind of a mixed, uh, Donald mixed uh, response. Donald Trump did Yeah. John Elon's McCain, Al Gore, and Al Sharpton. A lot of politicians do it around crazy. election season.
1: Daniel Radcliffe and Daniel Craig. Ooh. Harry Potter and James Bond, same time.
0: Ooh. For one, for one millisecond, I thought you said Daniel Day-Lewis. I was like, no way. He's too serious. <laughs> Daniel Craig. I bet that was a good episode. He's, I Dan- mean, he's really funny. Dude, it's crazy um man there's so many yeah it's it's i mean it's such an ongoing thing it's so many so many big names john krasinski did it last year that was uh really funny chris pratt did it um but yeah this casey musgraves like just long story short she, she she sang two songs and the live performance was a little different from the album version that i found later she has this new album um but oh my god like and and i I'm so late to the party because she you know she has like I don't know eleven million listeners a month or whatever It's like she's a huge star mm-hmm. um but I just never gave her the time of day, and she sang these two songs that were just so beautiful. I was so okay. blown away, but you um, gotta
1: you gotta send me something because i I don't know anything about her <laughs> yeah,'ll <laughs> be honest
0: the, I'll send the two songs, send the two to mo because or at least my favorite one of the two because I was really like. It's, you know, it is like, I don't know. There's something about it. Like it's not the instrumentation and the progression and stuff. Isn't something that you haven't heard before. It's, it's leaning a little bit in the Phoebe Bridgers direction, Mm -hmm. but there's something about the lyrics and the, just the way she sings really just, it just got me. Okay. I was really impressed. Um, And on the episode two, I haven't watched that one yet. I'm going to try to today if I have time, but I'm so excited to watch the train wreck. That will be someone like Kim Kardashian trying to do live (laughs) sketch comedy. (laughs) I can't imagine how awful that must be. Yeah. I don't know. Did you know that Justin Bieber is considered like one of the worst hosts that were ever on the show? I've just read that, yeah. Yeah, he had a bad show. There's a few like really bad hosts. Adam Driver is considered one of the best they ever had and his sketches on YouTube are amazing. <laughs> Adam Driver is really, really funny.
1: Wait a second, he he says something about a German Boulevard article about article about uh, Kim Kardashian's performance. Really? Oh wow! What do they say? La 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 la. She made jokes. Wait a second, can you can you hear this? I don't hear anything. No. Okay, um, like it says, she said he, she mostly made uh, jokes about herself and her family.
0: <laughs> what else does she have to go on? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna bet, I'm gonna bet fifty euros that there is a sketch where Chris Red plays Kanye, <laughs> because he does a great Kanye impression. You remember <laughs> that meeting that Kanye had with Trump in the in the White House? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. They mocked that, and Chris Red played him, and. Dude, okay. It's, it's like it's really like spot on impression. Okay. I think I think Chris Red's underrated too. I I follow him on Instagram and he he has really funny tweets and he's he's underutilized like in the premiere of this season he uh he was only like three backup characters. Like, you know, popping into a scene and being like, "Well, I don't know where I'm supposed to be." And then getting shuffled off. Like, and he's really a talent. What I, what I like most about it right now is, um, the weekend update I, at first, mm-hmm. at first I didn't like, uh, Colin Jost and Michael Che. I didn't, I didn't think they were funny. I thought they were kind of boring. Um, and then they just got better and now okay. they are the, now they're the head writers and Colin Jost and Michael Che really, I think, in considering like today's social culture, and the limits you have on the kind of humor you, mm-hmm. you can say on TV, they're really pushing the boundary in a really smart, clever way. It's, it's really like, oh man, it's so good. Like the one joke last night Michael Che wrote, I thought was really genius. He said that uh, R. Kelly, I don't want to butcher this, but he said R. Kelly was found guilty on all uh, <clears throat> rape and sex trafficking charges. Mm-hmm. Um, he will be sent to jail um, next spring as agreed upon by his lawyer in order to make one more school year <laughs> 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 <Oof>. <laughs> dude the audience like moaned at that and I thought god that's funny <laughs> that's just funny it's so wrong you know
1: oh man other funny thing since I'm on that uh, Kim Kardashian googling yeah have you do you did you know before or do you know the names of Kanye's and Kim Kardashians Kim Kardashians children? I know they have one kid called North. Yeah, it's called North West. <laughs> the other one is called Psalm West. How do you spell that? Uh, like from the Bible like Psalm Ah, Psalms, okay. Um Chicago West? <laughs>
0: of course and chicago. saint west what oh, whatever happened to like john <laughs> or like chris or something i mean saint but i mean they, they wouldn't be kim kardashian west and kanye west without north and saint and chicago but i thought they, they, they they're they divorced now
1: i'm not sure i'm not sure how, how deep i want to get into this um kind of celebrity gossip
0: it's it's a rabbit hole (laughs) ma'am. i did i did look up her instagram yesterday for the first or second time ever and she has 258 million followers which is pretty sad (laughs) no it's pretty crazy did you see um just like on on the celebrity gossip topic did you see this whole (laughs) thing about megan fox and machine gun kelly and then friends with Khloe Kardashian Who's dating Travis Barker No Dude okay so it's I saw this <laughs> Okay hold on So <laughs> Megan Fox And yeah. Machine Gun Kelly Are dating now And they are so Insane about their relationship They are so weird And yeah. they tweet things like If you died I would burn my soul Into ash and we could What fuck. the fuck in infinity forever. Yeah, like, it's super, super weird stuff. And then uh, there's, pictures, there's pictures of uh, Megan Fox and Khloe Kardashian, like, posing super sultry and tan and, like, perfect and whatever in these slutty dresses or whatever, just, like, revealing dresses. And then there's, um, like, Travis Barker and uh, Machine Gun Kelly posted up next to them in, like, torn leather jackets and neck tattoos. Mm-hmm. And there was a great joke that was, like, when the wait staff at a restaurant dates the kitchen... <laughs> you know what I mean Yeah <laughs> Dude I love that joke I know exactly what they mean Oh dude yeah. Me- what the fuck I didn't even know that
1: like Machine Gun Kelly which, Who I don't care too much about And Megan Fox no. are, are a couple Yeah Our souls have found each other
0: I know right <sighs> And Machine Gun Kelly, I don't even I've never heard a single song from him. I just know that he was a hip hop artist that turned into like pop punk or something. Or like pop punk.
1: Yeah. yeah. I only yeah, exactly. And that's that's the thing because I have only heard about him like when mm, it wasn't in, in 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 a debate about like racism and hip hop and I don't know who, who it was, I'm not sure. Was it even Kendrick? I'm not sure, but but one like one black artist made the point that that's exactly the difference. That like a guy like Machine Gun Kelly or Post Malone, um, like could say the other day, okay, I'm a rapper. The next day he says, okay, like now I'm a I'm a pop punk artist. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a musician like Kendrick Lamar will always be labeled as black music.
0: He can choose to, yeah.
1: But that—that's the only context I know Machine Gun Kelly from.
0: Right, right. (laughs) Dude, speaking of, like, what you just said is something that bothers me so much about how, um, like different kinds of hip hop is registered, um, for for play in Germany. Um, I saw like some some music plans from different stations in Germany over 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 the years, like being in, in stations and stuff, and it's so. Interesting to me that, um, let's say artists like uh Kendrick Lamar or Tyler the Creator or Da Baby or whoever, Lil Wayne, it's not like hip hop or if they have a or like Anderson Pack, it actually includes a lot of r&b into his music. Hmm. Like, um, what's the one he did with Bruno Mars? It was like the number one hit in the world. Uh, Leave the Door Open, yeah. Um, like these kinds of songs and are, are they're pop, they're RB, they're hip hop. Depending, and they're always in Germany labeled as black music, and I think that's pretty. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say like, yeah. I mean, I was going to say like, I don't know if I should sit here and just be like, that's racist, but I do think it's very um, ignorant. It's 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 kind of it's really like watering down an entire series of genres that just yeah. happen to have black people performing them yeah and the people performing <laughs> yeah 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 it's super weird i think I mean, I mean i guess if like if uh is eminem considered black music <laughs> is he i don't know but i'm pretty sure he's not i mean <laughs> that's crazy or like um like yeah we just mentioned post malone or or when Machine Gun Kelly was rapping, or um, who's another oh, like uh uh, uh Lil Dicky, who's that? Um, you know, his name is Dave. He has a. <laughs> let me see what's his name. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> <laughs> no, Lil Dicky, he's a big deal. He's got his own TV show. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Oh man, it's gonna kill me. Ah. <sighs> Lil Dicky's a big deal, dude. He's he's a big name. What the fuck? He's featured. Oh yeah, yeah. His show is called Dave. His name is Dave, his, and he has a show. I don't know what. Show, I don't know if it's HBO or if it's uh, Showtime or something. Maybe you can find that. But he has a his own TV show. It's kind of like Seinfeld, but but he's a rapper. Okay. Um, and he he has this very viral video of him freestyle rapping on Sway in the morning. You know Sway. The um hip hop radio, mm-hmm. and yeah, Lil Dicky, yeah, ra- yeah, there, there it is, rapper, actor, and underwear model, <laughs> Lil Dicky. But please call him Dave. <laughs> has cemented himself as a staple in the entertainment industry. More to come soon. Yeah, I like him. I think he's a very funny guy. But I wonder if he's um considered black music because he's a rapper. Dude, he's got tracks with Brandon Urey, Chris Brown, Snoop Dogg. Uh, uh... Yeah, he's on uh, Bieber's album, Changes. What the fuck? Damn, yeah. It's funny, like, sometimes you hear... Well, dude, okay, so Lil Dicky for you right now, someone that you had never heard of and you've realized is so big, is the same thing that happened for me with Doja Cat. Okay. Did you know Doja Cat for a while? Yeah, but I, like, listened to, like, two
1: different songs for, like, 30 seconds. I
0: mean, she has like two huge hits, um, but, the, but the general artist I had never heard of. And then I see a lot of people making a couple of her songs go really viral on TikTok. They keep using them for over and over and over and over. And then all of a sudden I see a video of her performing for like 100,000 people. And I go to her Spotify and she has millions and millions of monthly listeners. And it's like, who was that? where did she come from? <laughs> Like, I understand if the artist is from another country, I'm not going to know extremely popular artists from different countries unless they break into the North American market or into the Western market for some reason. Um, but this is like an American uh, singer and rapper. Like, I know so many female rappers and I'm fans of so many of them. And to, I don't know, just to to come across um, Doja Cat, like so late in the game. I don't know. I didn't, like with Casey, with Casey Musgraves, for example, I saw her name, I heard about her and I chose to be ignorant. With Doja Cat, all of a sudden I see a video and I'm like, who is that? Oh, is she new on the scene? Does she like blah, blah, blah? Oh, nope. She has several albums and she's a humongous deal. Mm. It's crazy. I'm I'm, it's, It's so many people these days. I just can't, I literally can't keep up. You know, I was like, oh, there's Nicki Minaj and Iggy Azalea and Azalea Banks <laughs> and, you know, uh, whatever. So many more. And I, all of a sudden, Doja Cat just blows me away. But, yeah, she has these two songs that are just, like, painfully successful. Let me see what they were called again. Um, for anyone that's into... um, there's, Yeah, I, I, I typed in DJ by accident she came up, Doja Cat um yeah 50 oh, 63 million monthly listeners
1: that's crazy shit dude
0: yeah okay so she has this song yeah that's the big one dude kiss me more featuring uh SZA. has almost a billion streams crazy and the other wait one, a second
1: because i just i just um checked on casey musgraves yeah and she's a country artist
0: That's the thing. Texas? She she was country, and now she's moved into the Phoebe Bridgers direction. Okay. So it has a little bit of this. There's a lap steel guitar. There's like a lap steel in the song, but Mm -hmm. used in the way like when when Phoebe Bridgers did that song with uh, the National. Ah, okay. You know, it has this, like, Wilco also sounds a little country sometimes. It's it's in that direction. But I don't know her early stuff. Maybe she was like, biscuits and cornbread in the Georgia country. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Crazy shit. Cornbread and butter on the back of my hand. And <laughs> sipping on whiskey and the moonshine is dead. I got a cat in the gutter and my heart is a flutter when <laughs> I sit on the toilet of heaven. <laughs> oh, man. That's another guy. So, like, yeah, Lil Nas X, um, I know him. We all know him. Big deal. No. And he releases... Um, industry baby like the biggest easily the biggest video of the year and Jack Harlow is on there and I yeah. have never heard of him ever not once <laughs> and now he's on the biggest album I think Lil Nas X is probably the biggest album of the year I think he's going to take in all the grammys um and I never heard of him so I wonder yeah I wonder if Lil Nas X is labeled as black music and I wonder if Jack Harlow is too I wonder why they do it like that yeah um, yeah. I mean, is anyone because you've worked in, in media for so long, I mean, has anyone ever discussed it? Like, hey, why do we have like why why is this black music? Um
1: in my surroundings not really, but um because of me working at a radio station where um no artists, like we didn't we do not have the label black music. Like it does not exist in our catalogs, and as long as I have worked there, it never has.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Weird. I, I. 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 saw that on some some send sending send 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 a plan. So, I don't know on the music lists for for, for a couple of different stations, and I always thought like, oh, that's kind of weird. But then it just kind of, I don't know, got into my head, and then I forgot about it. But no. Yeah, it um, is weird. <laughs> it is weird it, <laughs> I mean it's like playing um, it's like playing Casey Musgraves and calling it white music <laughs> you know or like the national and and, play, and calling it like middle aged music <laughs> I'm curious about that but yeah the times they are a changing yes sir what's the line yeah if you can't like um, the, uh, the new road's coming if you can't you better get out of the way if you can't lend a hand, or something like that. What? <laughs> the, the Dylan line. Like, Say it again. It's uh like there's a new road coming. Get out of if you can't lend a hand. Like get out of the way if you can't lend a hand. I think that's the ah, yeah. line. Yeah. Like, um, children are without are out without your command. The ro- the road is rapidly aging. And, uh, get out of, if you can't, oh, if you get out of the way, if you can't lend a handle oh, the times, they are changing Something like exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> 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 my God. I don't know how we ended up going from, from, I watched SNL to, um, why they label Kendrick Lamar black music, but I like it. I like how we, <laughs> uh how we venture out on this show
1: dude like but I, I can say i've never um checked so much on celebrities and news about them uh as during
0: today's episode i think it's the first time we've ever ventured into a celebrity <laughs> gossip
1: yeah i don't i'm i'm not i'm not too too deep into anything like we should make a celebrity the people a, <laughs> you mentioned today. I don't, have never heard of. <laughs>
0: yeah, we should we should do like a <laughs> we should do like a side a side podcast <laughs> once a month. It's only celebrity gossip.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, but, but not informing ourselves at all, just guessing what happens. Dude,
0: yes, have people send in <laughs> actual celebrities' names and us pretending that and we, we will know. And we'll build stories around them. Exactly. Like exactly. And, and,
1: oh, that's a great concept. And that's someone really funny, I think. Out, people out there don't steal it. Um, well, like we're, someone, it we're saying someone, it here first. <laughs> someone decides that we get like the same set of basic information about certain celebrities, and we have to mm-hmm. work with that to to develop um, like gossip.
0: They send us the basic stuff, and we make the the fake headline an yeah. article.
1: They tell us, "Hey, that's 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 the person. She's a musician. He's an actor. Whatever," and probably I
0: don't know. Or how about just like. This person's name, and it just says in entertainment. So we can know, we don't even know if they're an actress or or like random facts
1: like married four times before.
0: Yeah. Uh, Stuff like that. Yeah. Like interior designer Doja (laughs) Cat is known for, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like no information at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I, I see that. Oh my God.
0: I would love to do that. I wonder if they've announced, let me see here real quick, because we were just on the topic. Um, let's see if they've announced this so far. Oh, oh, cool. This, okay, nice. Oh, this is good. Um, the, oh, that's the cast. Who's the episodes? Yes. So we just had uh, Owen Wilson hosting and then Kim Kardashian. And then... Dude, I just don't know these musicians like Casey Musgraves. I didn't know her. Halsey, I know who she is, but I've never listened.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then next week, this Sunday is uh, Rami Malik from Mister Robot and No Time to Die, and Queen and all the other stuff. Um, and the artist is Young Thug, mm-hmm. and don't know. I don't know Young Thug. And then the host for the one after that is Jason Sudeikis, dude, SNL alumni, I'm so pumped about that, Ted Lasso, <laughs> he's the funniest guy, and they're going to have the musician Brandy Carlisle, um, who's an older musician, released seven studio albums and earned 13 Grammy a- We said no information, Jordan. Right, sorry. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot completely. I was just like, who is Brandy Carlisle? Yeah,
1: <laughs> director of Brandy Carlisle. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my God, Casey, Casey Musgraves! She's won six Grammys and seven Country Music Awards. Wow. Okay. Well, I should have known who she was, but I don't know. I don't know. But I just know that she was the first person to play naked on SNL stage. So, okay. She's a she's a she's a trendsetter. She's a trailblazer. Casey Musgraves.
1: Crazy shit. Okay. Like I I think we we are well prepared to talk more about celebrity gossip through the next weeks. Yeah. <coughs> Is there I any think, award show coming up within the next month? Not really. Um, uh, let me see. I don't think so. Or anything uh, like any occasion for a lot of th- celebrities th- to get together.
0: The Oscars are in February, so yeah. we won't have we already had those this year. Um, and it was kind of a weird year for Oscars. Um Let's see. Do you mean award- do you mean the
1: award show or your
0: son? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He was wasn't in of, February, so it was
1: kind of a weird year for Oscar. <laughs> it was a
0: weird year for all of the Oscars that are involved. Uh let's see. Awards uh award uh, let's see, award ceremonies 2021. Let's see if they 2021 award season calendar. Up to date details for each show. Thanks, to entertainmentweekly.com. Indie Spirit Awards. I forgot about those. Uh let's see the uh Oscars, I think we've already passed that. Oh, the Tony Awards are canceled and postponed indefinitely. Well, I think that makes a lot of sense. Let's see. March 2021, we're past that. April, July. Oh, that's it. Okay. So there's no more after July then. Okay. April 25th. Oh, April 25th. Oh, no, no, no. That's right. It it did air February 28th. It was saying... The 93rd Oscars were originally set to broadcast on February 28th, but they pushed it to April 25th. So that, that's okay, okay. Directors Guild, Oscars, Grammys, blah blah blah. Okay. That's just wasting. We'll find
1: time. some 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 occasion to talk about. Yeah. Talk about um, celebrity news.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, um I think I think I'm good to wrap it up here if you if you have anything else on your mind. Yes, sir. Um, uh, otherwise I would say, so cool to to be able to they, uh, t- talk about all this good news with you. Like first, yeah, man, <laughs> uh, that's first awesome. person to to talk to after getting all the info. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm really excited, and I guess for the listeners who want to see these videos I'll be making for Toman, um, they have a pretty successful YouTube channel. Of course, I'm going to be promoting on my channels. Um, the first video is when they start coming out, I think by, you can expect it by mid November, the first video. Nice. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, man. I'm pumped too. I've got to, we got to think of, uh, the first, well, you know, for those who listen, if you want to suggest the first artist that I do for the video, like we said at the very beginning, I have to pick a pretty big artist that like a lot of people will be interested in. Um, something, yeah, like along the lines of like Queen or Paul McCartney or, um, you know, Dolly Parton, just something that really universally enjoyed Snoop Dogg, whatever. Um, just, yeah. Send us an email to artsyfartsyimmigrants at gmail.com, or you can send us a DM on Instagram at artsyfartsyimmigrants. We're on TikTok at artsyfartsypod. Um, yeah. So thanks so much for listening, guys. This has been really fun, man. Yes, sir. And see you next week. See you next week, guys. Bye bye.
1: Look, I Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider, produziert für M94-5.